This is a No Fame Podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Patrick and I am the Dungeon Master of our new series, Silverstead. It's a uh, D&D 5th edition, edition. My God. It's a D&D 5th edition, uh, what we're calling a dire odyssey through the wilds. And I'm here with my good friends, Justin and Sinead, and Josh. I don't know if I liked how long that pause was. That hurts. I was really thinking about adding something in. I was like, no, he's a good friend. Yeah. I, I, I was, was going to say leave, my good like, friends, my Justin yeah. and Sinead, and associate, Josh. I was like, this little too Ed from, you know... <laughs> The old it days. is very Ed and Chad. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, and also Josh is here. <laughs> yes. Also, we're joined by Josh. He's here too. Please mute him. I'm joking. I don't have that power. Wait, I do for the stream, yeah. not for a call. <laughs> So, Silverstead is a small town north of the main city, the capital of the continent. Uh, the capital is named Arborstone. And Silverstead started off as a base camp for a logging company. The trees in the area uh, grow tall, they grow fast, and they grow thick. It seems to be one of the few places in the world where there is some inherent magic in the land. And because of this, the logging company is a very uh, lucrative business and it draws a lot of people to the area for work because they pay high and there is a steady supply of work as the capital of Arborstone is constantly expanding from what it once was. We find our three people, three characters... Uh, within the town of Silverstead. They've been here for a few months now. They've been signed on as security for one of the logging teams out in the woods. Because they are, it is such a large and dense forest, and it's a very unexplored land, there's a lot of uh, inherent dangers in the woods, so they need to have security teams. We find Wyatt, Vellum, and Arlette waking up from 
uh, night's rest out in the middle of the woods in the middle of a job. Arlette, you wake from a memory, a dream of sorts. You find yourself in the woods. You've just left town. Not long ago, you've been following what you believe to be a team of uh, hunters or trappers through the woods. And you are following along when you see them uh, starting to set up camp as the night is coming in. You're on the edge, the most northern eastern edge of the forest of uh, that's around Silvestead in a, uh, a smaller town called Cragben. And this is where you've grown up your entire life. Relatively untouched and uh, unbothered by the royal teams that uh, travel throughout the land collecting taxes and exploring the areas. But recently there's been an uptick in the amount of... uh, people coming through the area not not so much that there's you know, parades of people coming in but just a lot more than usual and this team of uh, trappers are new to the area and they don't seem to be up to anything good so you've been following them through the area. The past little while there's been more than the usual amount of uh, green flashes in the night These are relatively common occurrences that are kind of brushed off as maybe lightning happening somewhere off in the distance. But they've been coming more and more frequently and perhaps it has something to do with the people that are in the area. Perhaps they're here because of it. You're not sure. But you see them setting up camp. What would you like to do? Well, I've been following them for a reason have i figured out if this is definitely the people that were being the bad sort that we suspected of them they don't seem to be acting like trappers they they're not following any game trails you're aware of they're not really going to any of the areas you would suspect them to but they do regularly come back into town and they're just kind of loud and obnoxious and maybe a little too well-dressed, a little too well-armed for trappers and and hunters. Okay. I think ideally she would sort of settle in to watch them for the night to see what the fuck... She's just, I think, like following them to to get a handle of what the fuck's actually up. Um, So she could maybe like climb a tree that would give her a good advantage of the whole camp, but not like be easily visible that would be ideal sure give me a stealth check and a perception check okay all right amherst dice don't fuck me justin Ah. (laughs) Uh, which one do you want first patrick uh give me stealth first Stealth. it's gonna be a 20 i that's an eight for a 10 (laughs) Just a nice that's next to 20. 
that's next to 20. The eight is next to 20, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Close is. only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. And then uh, perception? Yes, please. I got an 18 for perception. So as they're starting to set up camp, uh, you see them taking out some uh, canvas tents and the like and starting a small fire. Uh, again, as they start setting up, like the tents are just too well kept. They're they're either brand new rich boys from down to the capital or somewhere who are coming out here for the very first time, or they're just 100% not who they say to be. As they're setting up, you notice that uh, on a cart that they've been uh, bringing through the woods with them, which has been giving them an awful lot of trouble, but they seem to be very um, uh, protective of it, and they're definitely very uh, careful with it. You notice as they're moving things about that there is a rather fine-looking chest, not like an actual treasure chest-looking thing, but more like a more like a large trunk, but it's very finely ornamented. Like you see a lot of uh, small metal pieces on it all over the place. It looks expensive. Needlessly ornate. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple of other things you start noticing, like um, underneath uh, the or underneath the like cloaks and everything that they're wearing, you notice a few people take them off, and they have pretty substantial armor on underneath them for someone who's going out into the woods hunting. And you notice that one of them leaves the main trail and starts heading off in a little bit of a, an arc, starting to, you know, do a little patrol of the area. And because you rolled well on your perception and he, he rolled well on perception and you rolled bad on your stealth and he rolled bad on his stealth <laughs> We can see each other. Yes. Okay. Give me a give me a, a luck roll. Okay. A straight d twenty. Yeah. Nineteen, baby. Nineteen. So you see him coming towards you, and you you get the feeling he's coming straight for you. He you haven't like exactly locked eyes or anything with him, but he is. Uh, He's definitely heading towards your area. Okay. Hmm. I would like to try to use my knowledge of these woods that I grew up in to get the fuck away from him. Sure. Uh, <laughs> to hide somewhere else and spy on them again. Give me a give me a nature check. Okay. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, that is a 20. Right? The lighthouse is a 20. The lighthouse is 20. Yeah. Nice. With a plus one, so 21. A beacon guides the way. (laughs) The, uh, yeah, you you know these woods well. Um, You're pretty close to one of the regular game trails, but it also seems like a very odd spot, again, for someone to set up camp in the night if they were going to be actually trying to trap or hunt. Uh, But you know this area pretty well. You make a bit of noise when you're getting down out of the tree, and you you can hear him starting to pick up his pace coming towards you, but you manage to duck and uh, hide out in a little uh, couple, like a big cluster of trees that are kind of growing together at the base, 
and there's some bushes there and you just manage to, to hide yourself in it and you see him come up to the base of the tree where you just were and from your perception check earlier you can see that he is wearing a lot more armor than normal these are definitely not hunters or trappers or any uh, trappers of any kind the armor itself seems very ornate as well it's it's worn it's been used but it is of a higher quality and has more decoration to it than even a you know well-paid enforcer or anything like sure. that sure yeah do i recognize any of the symbols um like does he have any insignia amongst the ornamentation give me give me a history check okay i'll give you advantage okay cool i'll take it for a reason i don't want to tell you cool <laughs> that's a 15 hey 15 cool it's kind of hard to make out but these are definitely one of the royal teams from the capital uh, you've heard of them sending out uh, teams to investigate these uh, green lights in the past, but this is the first you've ever seen one in this area especially, but given the amount of green flashes that have been happening in the past, it's not unreasonable, but you've never heard of them trying to be secretive and not explain why they're in the area. All the stories you've heard of them in the past have been that they are... Um, you know, the gallant knight type okay. of story, that they're very forthcoming and helpful to anybody who might be in need. So it's strange to see them being so incredibly deceptive. And what would my sense from, like, a local, I guess, like, people in folklore and stuff be about these green lights? Like, how did I grow up thinking of them? Um... Again, they just kind of seem like a natural phenomenon, almost okay. something akin to uh, lightning or like the Northern Lights type of deal. Okay. But they, some people do have a bit of like a superstition towards them. And you've heard a couple of people from uh, who have tr- made the the journey up as far as where your small town is say that they believe it is the king restoring nature to the way it should be. Sure. These are the people who, like, are dedicated enough to some, like, outlandish beliefs that they've trekked to the back of beyond and arrive in our village? Is that kind of the vibe? Uh, Well, no, the, the people who say that seem to be, like, very devout followers of the king. Okay. They're, like, they're, they're the type of people who believe that the king himself is or was a god. Okay. And okay, you know yourself that from like even in the small town, there's there's not much religion that people think of it much along the same way as they think of magic. It, you know, maybe at some point in time there was a point to it. Maybe at some point in time it existed, but what's the point in it? Some people have their small superstitions, but it's kind of akin to in real life reading your horoscope some people are really into it some people are not but there is the odd person who is 
such a believer that they believe that the king is or was a god or the closest thing to it and that these green flashes are him restoring the land okay whatever that means okay all right so i'm hiding and buddy's looking yeah and (laughs) he he's looking he's looking real hard (laughs) but he has uh he has his weapons drawn and again that just doesn't fit the whole vibe of what you've been told about these uh these exploration teams from the king okay i guess ideally her intent would just be to continue to snoop so could i like hang out and see if they go go all to sleep i mean i kind of assume i guess they're gonna put a fucking guard up now but i just want to keep uh, snooping what's up something's weird i'll uh i'll say do another stealth check for me okay this this could go well i got an 11 this time you see him looking around on the ground for a little while, and you can see he's trying to find some kind of a trail, but you can see from yourself from this distance that even as the light is starting to go down, there's obvious signs that somebody was there. So he he goes straight back to his camp, and you can see him having a, a discussion with, with the people down there. They don't send anybody else back out to do the circling again, but they do have a few people stood up looking around the camp there. You see one person... Uh, it seems to be kind of the leader of the whole group. Just takes off the the traveler's cloak type of deal altogether, and is standing there in absolutely resplendent armor, and is just standing next to that cart that they were guarding. I think she just tries to again like s- settle in so she can continue spying on them until they do something of interest. Sure. Because well, there's too many armed people to really get at anything. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So the rest of the night passes. They pack everything up, and you set to following them again. And you come across a, uh, as you're following them, they come across a small clearing in the middle of the woods. And being familiar with the area, you're not sure that it looked like this the last time you were here. There's just this almost perfectly circular patch of uh, grass in the middle of this clearing that is a slightly different shade from the rest of the grass. It's kind of overcast out. Give me a perception check. Or nature, whichever you would prefer. Perception. 14. 14. Yeah, so you look up, it's overcast, and there's just this one spot in the sky that seems brighter than the rest. It's like there's clouds are ignoring this one area in the sky. You see the uh, the leader of the group has uh, not put back on the, the cloak and still has been traveling around with just the armor showing. They stop and he takes a helmet out of the cart. It Once again, absolutely spotless, gleaming, and there is a, a big circle around the back of it. And there are uh, several points coming out of the circle it just comes out a little bit past his head not enough that it like would hinder his movement or anything but it's a just like a showy piece and you recognize it as a more of the religious aspect of the uh, the king's different symbols so this person or this team uh, are definitely one of the uh, the royal teams but 
you've never heard of them outwardly expressing this idea that the that the king is a god and for them to be using this uh, religious twist on the on the king's symbol in their own armor is kind of odd he picks up the um, tarp that they have over the cart flips it back and you see that chest once again and it is absolutely gleaming from just a little bit of light that is in the area he pops it open you can't see what's inside it as he looks inside he reaches in takes something out and walks over to the small circle of grass. He lays something in, takes a step back, and for the first time ever, you see one of these green flashes up close. A pillar comes down from the sky and up from the ground almost simultaneously of this bright, absolutely blinding green light, and you look back, blinking and wiping your eyes from the honestly painful amount of light that just uh, came through the area. And it's kind of in the middle of the day, so it's it's stranger again to see these flashes in the day. Most of the time they're seen in the night. Yeah. In the area where the green grass was in the circle, there is now kind of like a packed stone road-looking thing. Uh, like perfect, Once again, like perfectly circular. And in the middle of it, there is a white marble bird fountain. And you can see these two red birds that are sitting in it. And they look up as the light settles and fly off into the woods. You see the uh, the man in armor again go forward, pick up whatever it was he laid on the ground, takes a step back, waits a moment, goes back and does it again. And this time... The flash happens again, but there's also a large crack and a large boom. And you open your eyes again, and an absolutely massive tree has grown where this fountain once was. In rapid succession, these flashes start coming again and again, and each time the light seems to dim slightly you're able to keep your eyes open and you see glimpses of at one point it's just water from sky to the ground next it is a building part of a building you see a person standing there for a moment looking shocked and with each one of these rapid flashes the area starts getting bigger and bigger and you see the people who the the royal team start taking steps back suddenly the next one completely envelops the entire area within sight, including yourself and them. And you look around, and you're in the middle of a very strange-looking field. Few sparse trees are around. They look old and dead and black with purple leaves, and the sky is purple with orange on the horizon, and is flat as far as you can see around you there's nothing in sight except for you and the people you are following they look back and notice you another crack another flash of green light and you're back in the woods another crack, another flash and you wake up you are in the camp where you've been on the job in Silverstead oh 
Uh, okay. Wyatt and Vellum, you're awake, sitting at the fire, just outside of your camp. What's our camp setup? I assume just like little tents or... Yeah, just your small personal tents. Okay. Uh, it's just the three of you guys. You have the security detail for uh, probably like 10 or 12, what are they called? Lumberjacks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... She's going to immediately get up and just start moving, get out of her tent, go to the fire. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, hey, do you guys need help with breakfast? Do you get coffee ready yet? Um, oh, bad sleep, bad sleep. You all right? Uh, yes. Yes. You don't look all right. That's why I'm asking. Coffee? Yeah, vellum. Yeah, it's right here. I already got it made. Um... It's definitely not burned again, I promise. Yeah, you know what? It's good. It's great. It's been getting better, uh, so I think. Pour a big mug of coffee, I guess, and just sit down and, like, visibly try and get herself back together. Sure. Um, I feel like now is probably a good time for, uh, as you're all sitting around the fire, drinking your probably burnt coffee. <laughs> uh Give us a little description of uh, your characters, and since we just kind of had a little focus on Arlette for a moment, let's start with uh, Josh. Uh, so, Vellum is uh, about 18, 19 years old, um, wearing a bright red jacket with a darker cloak on the outside, but red on the inside. Kind of really bright. Um, has his hair perfectly done, because that's important to him. Especially being out in the woods with lumberjacks and you know gotta look good for everybody but yeah his clothes are travel worn um they were once super like really high quality like they looked like they would come from uh, like a noble background but they've literally been slept in for several months in a row and yeah he's just slightly falling apart but like pretending that that's not happening (laughs) yeah that's that's vellum and he's burning the bacon because he literally just cooks super well over open fire and Wyatt, if you could describe yourself. Or Justin, sorry, could you describe your character? Wyatt? No, I'm Wyatt, and I'm going to describe myself to the great deities above who asked me. Uh, Wyatt is... Uh, originally, I pictured him being an older, like kind of maybe mid-40s-ish, but I was thinking more about it. I think he's probably like late 20s, maybe, uh, vibe, but still has gray hairs coming in he's got long hair that's like tied back behind his head underneath like a wide brim uh almost like a cowboy's cap type thing very like thick bushy beard that always has uh like a hand rolled cigarette almost akin to a cigar for the thickness of how they're rolled always has a hand rolled cigarette kind of poking out from under his beard he's got like a thick scarf on and like uh, a large overcoat and cloak with like fur lining on, oh, just like along the back of it. Uh, on both, on either hip or both, both hips, both sides of one hip. <laughs> Is that how hips work? I think, I think technically we have two hips. I think it's, I think it's, yeah. it's I was just like, wait, is it? Hip? I think they're separate. <laughs> All right. On either side of his hips, uh, he has two very large pistol holsters uh, where he has uh, some fearsome looking guns that I'm sure we'll get into at some point. He's just sitting down 
drinking coffee. He's got like bags, heavy bags under his eyes. Just reaches over and picks a slice of bacon just out of the pan. <laughs> and Arlette? Arlette is probably around the same age as Wyatt. Like a young adult, but like an adult. <laughs> um, and she's got long or like longish brown hair that's up in a braid but the way she operates is she washes her hair she puts it in a braid and then it stays in that until it's unmanageable and with this sort of like forthright outlook her clothes kind of match the vibe she's got um just like well-worn leathers and stuff that looks like pretty clearly homemade but like homemade by someone who knows what they're doing. So it's really patched, but um, she's got like a decent fur vest and like pants that are reinforced for the woods. And she looks like she's got a handle on existing out here. Um, No weapons on her, but there's a like pretty hefty stick lying near her tent. Uh, Just kind of (laughs) discarded. So she's staring into her coffee cup, trying to get her shit together this morning. There. Um, as you guys are sitting around uh, drinking your coffee, the lumberjacks, for lack of a better term at the moment, uh, you can see them. They're coming out of their tents. They're starting to get ready. Uh, you guys are in the middle of the woods, not too far from town. There is an actual footpath. This is a fairly regularly traveled area. And... You cannot see the sky from where you are. The trees completely blot out the sky. Uh, Everywhere you look, there is no horizon. There are only more tree trunks. There is a relatively cleared out area, but even in the relatively cleared out area, there are what you know to be young trees that are, in real life, would be absolutely massive Christmas trees. And that's probably the only area where you can kind of see the sky from underneath where these are. And it's just an area where they've been coming back and logging for an extended amount of time. But again, the trees grow back so quickly that there's just always trees in the area there. Not too long after Vellum burns the rest of your food, you can hear uh, someone coming up the, uh, the path. And you look, and it's a uh, it's another one of the security teams that you guys regularly see. Just uh, it's two guys, and another woman, kind of similar to uh, to your little team here, I guess. Um, they're uh, they're kind of dressed, you know, similarly to you guys. Nobody's dressed up in uh, ages old, uh, expensive clothing, quite like Vellum is, but uh, somewhere between. Uh, Wyatt and Arlette's uh, level of clothing, and they all have various different weapons on them. Massive backpacks, like the three of you guys have, just a uh, steel frame loaded down with gear. And uh, one of the guys, uh, again, all uh, all humans. Um, most people around are humans. You recognize one of the team members, though, a uh, man named uh, Albrecht, and. You know this man uh, through work, but 
he's kind of known for really claiming to have half-elven heritage. You can kind of see it. He does have a bit more of a chiseled face, and he does have some pointy ears on him, but there's no elves. There's never been elves. It's just another trait, and, but this guy really likes to play it up. And he walks over to you guys and says, Hey, uh, Arlette, Wyatt, you guys are uh, wanted back in uh, in town. Right, in town. What about Vellum? Uh, yeah, him too, I guess. Okay. I just wanted to be sure if, you know, maybe one of us had to stay behind for some kind of reason. No, I'm, I'm, I meant like your, your, your whole team here. Well, I you guess. left one of three. You said two of the three. That, that does hurt, yeah. actually. Are you guys covering for us? Yeah, yeah, we've been sent up as, as the relief. Not sure what it's about. If I had to take a, a guess, though, it's probably because one of the other teams hasn't come back in a little while. Uh, they were due to come back this uh, last night, I believe, was uh, when they were supposed to be back by. I don't know. That's my best guess. Huh. All right. Well. Or were they uh, in the same area, or were they gone somewhere else? Uh, I think they were. Um, I think they were part of. Uh, I think they were doing security for the mining team that's uh, being set up. I know there's a couple of mines set up, but they're they're uh, scouting out for a new one. That's all I got. Boss man said jump. I said pay me first and then I'll go. Right. Yeah, that sounds about right, to be honest with you. Well, um, yeah, if you want, uh, there's some nice coffee already made over there if you want to grab some of that. And we'll, um, sick. We'll gather up our stuff, I guess, and, uh, hop to us. Uh, actually, here, uh, he turns, uh, to the, the other people turn around and they kind of unclip their, uh, their tents and, Toss them to you guys. They anything else, but I mean, don't bother taking down the tents and everything. That's just a, it's just a hassle. Right. I'm gonna go get my belongings, but other than that, thank you. Yeah, no worries. And the three of them uh, just sit down. One of them picks up the coffee, <laughs> drinks it. It's good, huh? It's coffee. See, Fellum, they, I don't, I'm not sure they spent much time in the city, right? Mm, you know. Yeah, the, yeah, no refined taste. Yeah. You're right. No. You just get used to how coffee should taste, and then you know you venture out, and it's just kind of a little bit lackluster sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm using like a darker roast than than you guys are probably used to. So yeah, I like I like I like yeah. a nice light roast. You know. Yeah. You would love it. You'd love it if I could like like the press, like the like bring the thing out, get the whole yeah, get everything, light yeah. a nice fire yeah. just for it. Yeah. Yeah, like the you know the company just like they just need to put one out here in this section. Get like a little cheesecloth, strain it through. Yeah, absolutely. Like God, why you just you know you know drank a lot of coffee in, in my day. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Arliss. Yeah. Uh, she's been busy grabbing all of her stuff out of the tent and is now ready to actually leave. Oh, jeez, I'm not even. I haven't even been to my tent yet. We were just talking about coffee. Yeah. yeah. I know. I drank a bunch of it already, and I'm good to go. Sounds like it. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Before you guys uh, start off, you hear one of the lumberjacks uh, down further uh, just yelling. Not like he's like yelling in pain or anything, but he's yelling. You hear him just go, get, get out of here. And you look down, and you see there's, uh, there's a couple of wolves have wandered into, into uh 
the camp and they're over picking at one of the one of the tents down uh, by the lumberjacks there but as soon as buddy goes over and starts yelling at them they run off into the woods oh i'm arlette at like highly caffeinated speeds is going to grab her large stick and chase after them and at buddy who was just shooing them uh yell you gotta make sure you hit them so they're scared of us and then goes after <laughs> them with the stick all right Give me. <laughs> Let me see. What's your your speed? Just thirty. Just thirty. You're running after them for I don't know, a couple of seconds, and you can tell they're just running much faster than, than you can keep up with them. <laughs> they're already afraid but... of Arlet. Is the thing. <laughs> yeah, they they know her. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pretend that that was a successful thing that I just did, and turn around and walk back. Just walk back. I'll hide, mighty. <laughs> See, Arlette's out there hitting the walls with her stick and uh, Velen's leaving burnt bacon at the edges of the camp like <laughs> trying to make a pet <laughs> doesn't understand the difference between wolves and dogs um, one of the uh, the people who came up with uh, Albrecht uh, Bairn he comes over to uh, goes over to you Velen what the fuck are you doing man are you actually leaving out food for them I, I just this has been, they've been coming into camp more and more often. Like, I don't know why you would be doing this. I, well, because they're, they're, they're cute. They're dogs. Is this all your fault? No, it's just, they're just dogs. They're just big dogs. Everybody loves dogs. You don't love, you don't like dogs? What's wrong with you? Why are you getting them up in my face? This is your fault. They're dogs. Just let them come eat. They'll just be by our fires. They'll lay down. Keep your feet warm. What's wrong with you? I guess I'm just not from the fucking city. I, you know, he yeah. just turns around and goes back. I saw this happening. I thought you were trying to poison him. No, what? Why would you? Why would you poison? No, that. No, I wouldn't. I thought you were. No, what? Why would? I, no. All right. I. I well, I'm just like puts okay. his head down. Listen, I'm happy like, to pulls, know that pulls his hood up and is like, I'm sorry. I'm happy to know you weren't just out there poisoning him. It's one thing to be attacked by him, you know. It's another thing to just be malicious for no reason, right? I mean, yeah, just just trying to make friends. Isn't that what we're out here to do? Is make friends with the in the wilderness? I'm out here to make money. Not with the wild animals, though, Val. We're we're literally out here to protect these men from being attacked by them. Yeah, best way, to, best best offense is a good defense. No, best defense is a good offense, right? Let's best, let's get in their heads. Best let's... defense is a good friendship. I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, why it's on my side? He's picking up what I'm putting no, down. No, I think that's the point you were trying to make. I wasn't yeah. saying it. <laughs> no, no, you, but you did. You said it out loud. You, you, they were your words. All right. Well, let's head back to town yeah. without any burnt bacon in our pockets, and we can address this later. Valum just pulls out a bunch of burnt food. <laughs> the other guy comes back over. Fuck's sakes! Just picks it all up. Yeah, you guys aren't uh, aren't too far from town. Uh, it's a uh, it's one of the more well traveled paths here, so it's easy to find your way back uh, uh, in a couple of hours. You find your way See, back. You- during the walk back, you just have to listen to Vellum talking. He's like, yeah, like, at the university, like, they did, like, studies where, like, you know, they, they did, like, friendship with animals and, like, the ones that were the friendliest were the ones that came up to fires and then they, like, like, there, there's an actual study. Like, this is a thing. Why don't you guys get it? That's the whole walk back. I've never been to university. I have no idea what you're talking about. It, it's a thing. You gotta get read. Why? You gotta read more. There's I read. Like, people, like like smart people did this. Like they wrote it down. They like did this thing. Not not smart. And like their ears like got floppy and their tail got curly. What happened with the ones that didn't come up to the fires? They just 
never came up. They what did like, they? They stayed in the they stayed in the dark, and they they stayed. Velm never took the uh, next level course. I guess they stayed they being stayed wolves. Dangerous animals. They did. They did stay dangerous animals. You're <laughs> yes. right. Okay. All right. Just just want to follow yeah. all the little yeah. avenues of thought through this. You're, you're. I mean, you're not wrong, but these ones. <laughs> They're coming up to us, so logic says that they're the good ones. They must be friendly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We'll address that (laughs) sometime when I can think of a a way to convince you. (laughs) If you want to spearhead that, that'd be great. (laughs) What's all your passive uh, perceptions? Not great. 11. 12. 13. (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay cool and what are you all trained in uh Uh, we'll start we'll do that one at a time i am (laughs) trained in perception if that counts for anything okay um what else are you trained in uh sleight of hand stealth and deception okay arlet i got animal handling athletics medicine religion and survival and vellum well okay weird so i have expertise in deception and performance um proficiency sleight of hand stealth and survival but i also have half proficiency in everything nerd (laughs) yeah it's what university gets you (laughs) yeah yeah i i you know i was a general studies student so uh well with all of that i will let either arlette or vellum make a perception or nature check or one of you guys can uh, have advantage. Or animal handling, actually. Okay, I'll... Can Arlet go on a rant about the specific habits of wolves and how they change when people start feeding them? And, like, I don't know about your scientific studies, but if you want to talk about examples, here's a bunch of examples that I can tell you about the villages around where I grew up. And, the, and she'll go off on a rant about that. Um, and do animal handling as she like gets really into describing the like behaviors of wolves. Go for it. Are you going to give me advantage or? Um, I was. Are gonna you going to roll? I was going to roll. I was going to roll okay, nature yep. just for fun. No, that's fine. <laughs> just just I, looking uh, around. I got a nineteen in animal handling. I got a nat twenty for twenty one in nature. Ooh. Amazing! I love this. So. As you guys are having this argument about the nature of wolves, <laughs> one of you notices that there's a lot of wolf tracks on the trail, um, just going in every direction. And they just get so brazen and they'll walk anywhere the people have already been and they, they'll go all over the trails and they'll follow people. Yeah, I mean, it's a generational thing. Like, the, the, they'll follow people and then, like, their pups will be, like, even friendlier and. Then you don't even have to give them bacon to make them follow you. They just follow you around, and then you have, like, this cute little doggy. Yeah, so you guys essentially notice uh, that there is a lot of wolves around the area. And as uh, as the guys back there said, they have been around a lot more lately. And almost, like, pushing into the town a little bit. It's kind of getting towards the winter months now. But it's still odd to see them almost going into more of a scavenger mode, even more so than than they normally would be especially trying to push into a human encampment or town Uh, but you guys make it back to uh, the town with no issues just notice a lot of wolf tracks around and uh, you see 
waiting outside the gate actually is uh, kind of a shorter, more stouty looking guy. Um, he's definitely got some dwarf in his in his family. Uh, just really stocky, still still definitely human, but he's got the big beard and big muscles. But he's a little he's a bit of a shorter fellow. Um, Ander, and you know him to be the manager, I guess it will sit column of the security uh, teams for the the logging teams. Uh, he raises his hand up as he see you, sees you guys uh, pass the tree line. Uh, around the whole town, there is just like a 20 to 30-ish foot area that they just keep totally clear of trees. And you see a couple of people down, uh, cutting down some smaller growths in the area. But it's a, a full-time thing that they just keep this area around the main wall of the town there's one totally guy clear. who's constantly complaining because he keeps finding bacon bits <laughs> as he's <laughs> turning up shrubs he's terrible guy going, Ooh, he's bacon. all this fucking bacon <laughs> see making friends but uh ander raises his hand up uh hey guys ander glad you can make it back uh we got uh one of the newer security teams were assigned to uh, follow along with. Uh, oh my god! Hold on. I have this wrote down somewhere. The name it says Andrew. Yeah, camp. pulls out out of his like yeah. press box. He's like, uh, fuck, fuck, who's this guy? Fuck it, we'll get back to it. Uh, they were assigned to uh, one of the new uh, mining teams. I guess we're going to call them from uh, from the logging company. They. Uh, uh, they're out scouting around for some new places. I guess they're branching out from just the wood. But they uh, they were due to check back in yesterday evening, and last night we made the call that we're going to get uh, someone to, to go out. You guys are already close by and in the area ready to go, so we sent you in some relief. Uh, I guess you already met with them, obviously. the uh, They're meant to be... Let's see... South, uh, southeast of us, about a day's uh, walk through the woods. There, uh, I'll uh, come inside. Come inside. You guys follow him back in. There's a couple of gates around town, but this is probably what would be the main gate in and out of town. There's a a building built into the uh, the actual walls around town. The walls themselves were obviously once trees, and even though they were cut down and and put in place to form a wall, you can see in a few places branches coming off of them. A few uh, parts of the wall almost look like they have roots. But the building itself is mostly stone and just much more well-decorated. It was probably one of the first stone buildings made in this area, but they, it's, it's, it's meant just as a a bit of a showy part of town, but it is the the main headquarters that you guys uh, uh, report to, and there are sleeping quarters inside, but not many. Uh, mostly new people would stay in them, so you definitely stayed here at one point. But you follow uh, Ander back into uh, into his office and see him flipping through a couple of uh, pieces of paper on his desk. He's like, I know I got it here somewhere. Ah. And he hands you guys a, a little map, and it's all 
hand drawn, but like you can see that they've kind of scaled this off of an actual map that somebody did up at some point, so it's not too bad. Um, someone give me a investigation check. I'll let you guys decide who gets to do it. I'm trained in investigation, if that counts for anything. Go for it. I don't want yeah. it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm half proficient in it, so not great. <laughs> hey, uh, 14. You, um, you get the gist of where it's meant to be. You've uh, gone to a couple of jobs out in uh, that general direction, so you feel like this is a decent map showing you to the area where they're supposed to be. Um, so he hands you the piece of paper and he's like, I'm not really expecting there to be any issues with them. Uh, they probably, the, the mining team's probably hanging them up. They got into something. Maybe they found something good. I don't know. Just need to send somebody out to check. And you guys were kind of geared up for it already. So the other, you, what you guys were doing was routine. So if you guys could head out there and just, you know, either send them back, you know, relieve them or uh, come back yourselves. Let us know what's up. Right. I did have a question. So you got this mining yeah. security team, right? Probably have yeah. some kind of designation like M, M, M4, MG4 or something, right? I was thinking we've been here a little bit now. We've been here a couple of months. I think we're pretty good. Yeah. I was thinking like our team could be like, because we're security guards, right? Maybe sure. our team could be as Silverstead guards, maybe Silver, yeah, Silverstead guards, uh, yep. and, and number one. So SG one would be our team designation in terms of you know organization and admin purposes. Hmm. You know, a shorthand could be pretty handy. Maybe I could do up like a little list of like SG teams and. You know, maybe we could come up with like little symbols or something for when we send you guys out through the gate, through the town gate, yeah. through the town gate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, have a think about it. You know, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if one suits you guys. Mm, why not? Yeah, but I mean, you are the first one to come to me about this idea. There so. you go. It's the order. Yeah, some, something there that people approach you. That's the number they get. And I mean, and we are pretty awesome. So fair. Yeah. Just yeah. something to think about, Anders. You know. If you get bored, Ander, 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 yeah. I thought there was more than one. I thought you, there was two of you. No, no, no. Oh. All right, sorry, Ander. No, that's all right. That was my only question. If I'm honest. Oh, okay. Honestly, I'm just going to uh, write that down here. Uh, S G one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got that. Uh, I got that locked in there. Right. Yeah. It's a pretty good idea, you know. Like, your brain must have just been like kaboosh. Got bored on the walk, and they were talking about wolves the whole time. So I had no- nothing better to really think about. Well, fair point. Actually, the wolves have been a bit of an issue. Um, I wonder why. Looks <laughs> <laughs> <Whoops>, that fell. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but uh, yeah, maybe if. Uh, yeah, if you guys just notice any 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 more wolves around, just let me know when you get back. I mean, uh, we might have to get somebody to look into this eventually. There are a lot more tracks on uh, on the path we came in on, so make sure you got a guard. Really, out. I'll have to send SG two. I mean, maybe it might not hurt to like invest in like a like a trainer or something where we can you know like like turn our enemy into to, to our friend. 
No, you got to get big sticks. You got to make sure that we get us hitting them so that they know that they can't fuck with us. Or we get like, instead of using a stick, we can use like a carrot type of methodology. Mm. Or you can do something like this and (laughs) (laughs) Wyatt quick draws both of his revolvers in uh, up. These work out. These work. I like the stick idea, Arlet. You work on that. It's a nice middle and, ground. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know about the guns. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying don't shoot them. I'm just saying well, what, they're loud as fuck. What well. were you saying? Oh, they're loud. Scare them oh. off. Oh, we talk yeah. or shoot them if they. We talking if they're attacking me. I'll shoot him. Oh, we talking loud and you just see like a bagpipe whip around. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. I mean, I think if you have more bagpipe players, that might be the most humane. Oh, not for the settlement, though. Not for the settlement. No, very. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants. Nobody wants one, let alone multiple what? bagpipe. But I. This, you guys players. have no sense of rhythm. Okay. All of you. You're right. All of you. Why, why can't you just are let me appreciate this? Bagpipes are rhythm instrument? Well, I mean, when I'm tapping my foot, yeah. It'd be great if you would use your stick. You could, like, do a bass line for me. But no. Put a couple I of little bells. I do it all by myself. Yeah. We'll, we'll work on it. Put a little It's a long a walk boost. down to, to this <laughs> mine. the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Why it's on it. You guys go You guys go on and uh, yeah, work this out somewhere far away where I won't have to hear anymore. <laughs> Probably near the mining team, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, worst case scenario scare away some wolves hopefully that's the plan ander we're out of here <laughs> that physically hurt me did you want yeah. do you want to take, take a d4 of psychic damage because it could be vicious mockery 100 <laughs> percent. ander has a nose please <laughs> yeah. yeah you guys want to leave town right away i got nothing i mean to is there any yeah, I was yeah, gonna. I don't really. Pretty well. Prepared. We've got everything. Um, I did forget to mention that uh, in your um, company provided backpacks, you all have a uh, a med kit or CPBs. Sure, I feel like that's you're trying to go with the. Uh, we'll call them uh, mounts for uh, for short. We'll we'll figure out what it stands for later. Uh, but we're gonna get sued. <laughs> Bring it on! <laughs> yeah. Bring it on! Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the show and then talk about suing us. Um, yeah. The everything's free and parody, right? Yeah, that's that's how it works, somewhat. Um, yeah, you guys all have a, a med kit, and um, in the med kit you have like you know your basic medical supplies, uh, but you also have three small vials. They're essentially um, really. Itty bitty tiny health potions that will bring you to uh, one HP. So they'll give you one oh, HP, so they're like- or you can give them to someone who's down to bring them, like stabilize them, bring them to one HP. It can also be used, like if you do a, um, you can do a med check, like a medicine check on someone who is down, and uh, but you will need to have that kit on you to do that to stabilize them, or you know something to along the lines of a med kit. I was just trying to convert MALP because med kit starts with M. I got no Medi- medical, medical assistance. Those are the words I had. So lumberjack provisions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You guys uh, leave town. 
head out towards the uh, the area indicated on the map. Everyone, give me give me a survival check. Everybody. Oh God, it's not going to be great. Fourteen. Same. <laughs> that one. <laughs> uh, great. You're the one who knows where they're going. Got the that one. <laughs> Uh, you still know where you're going, but uh, you are going to be leading them uh, astray. <laughs> One of us there. turns the map around because <laughs> he had it upside down. Yeah. Wait a sec. Uh, Arlette's just walking southeast. <laughs> She's like, they said it was this way. Yeah, so you guys start walking along. You're following the trail for the most part, and then Wyatt begins to lead you off trail. Uh, you think you know a bit of a shortcut. I do. I uh when we were on the way up here, Vellum, I don't know if you remember, because we, we came up kind of at the same time, right? Uh, Buddy, the fellow that was there guiding us up, showed us this little path. I figure we'd just take it, but in the opposite direction. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I'm the city kid, so, like, I guess I, I, guess I trust you. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you remember what, tr- what the trees looked like coming in. I mean, so. they all look the same. Hard to miss them. I, that doesn't make me feel any better about following you down this path, then. <laughs> who truly is able to tell all the trees Arlet, do you have any idea about if these trees are different <laughs> than other trees in the most of the, I mean I would say every single one of them is different than the other ones really right. but if you want to go on this path I mean Anders said that team's probably fine we could just like probably fine yeah so we can see what in happens. case we get a little lost it's, it's alright okay but if you're confident, man. I wouldn't say confident. I just, you know. I'm not a woods... Would you like one of us to... I'm not a woods person. Look at the map? If you want to take a look at the map, you can go right ahead. As far as you can tell from looking at the map, he's leading you in the right direction. Good job, buddy. Right. All right. Well, let's hop to it, I guess. Keep going. So you guys are traveling for the better part of the day literally through the wilds completely off the beaten trail from what beaten trail there is ah fuck I ripped my shirt again it just grows in so quick up here this used to be a path I, I swear it starts to become nighttime, and you feel like it's probably time to set up camp we'll do that so we don't make it to the spot no were we supposed to make it to the spot today? Yeah, it was a day's walk. It was a day's walk, but mm-hmm. counting the time that we... I mean, that's 24 hours, right? Oh, I guess we did have to get into town. Yeah. And Valum had to get rid of all the bacon that was in his pockets. Yeah. I kept a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, by that logic, it should be a short walk tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just past the next tree. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we may as well stop, right? Okay. All yeah, right. let's get it all set up. I'll talk it out. What's the what's the vibe been in the woods? Is there like chill? It's just sound, us. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of like predators around. Like, have there been more signs of stuff out in the wilds than there would be near the like paths that we're used to traveling? Give me a. Or do I know how to tell? Yeah, give me give me an animal handling check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, you notice trail markings uh, around the area. Um, around town, there was definitely a lot more wolf tracks, but you haven't okay. been noticing more than usual 
um, as you got further away from town. Give me a... Give me an investigation check. Me? Yes. Or everybody? Just you. Okay. Okay. <gasps> I've rolled another lighthouse. Hey. Ooh. Sick. Uh, uh, and plus one, so 21. Sick. The wolf trails that you noticed around town, um, there were a lot of them, so maybe you're just seeing things, but it seems like some of them are missing feet or something. Oh, uh, like the tracks aren't quite right? Yeah, there's there's something, even like, I mean, I know you got in that 20 and it's a success or whatever, but even with that, it just seems like the... There's something wrong with the wolf tracks. There's they're definitely wolf tracks, but it's it's almost as if there's like part of their tracks are missing. Okay. And that's out here too, or just the ones that are around town? Even the ones you've seen out outside of town have been not all of them, but some of them just look stranger. I'm gonna keep that to myself because it sounds crazy. Should we uh get a fire going? Cook. Yeah, I can make dinner. Sure, yeah. I mean, the only way to get better is to keep doing it, right? <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. Josh? Yeah. Are you, you're, keeping, you're keeping track of your skills on the internet, right? Yeah. Do you know how to add custom skills? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and add cooking. Oh, do not. <laughs> yes. Where's Ann uh, Bethel? Right? You don't have to do it right now. You Sam are not. Feet you're, I don't care the fact that you're a bard. You are not trained in this. I don't, I don't get half proficiency in cooking. No. Okay. That's what. Well, that's the big end goal for Velum. Yeah. But what's my modifier in it then? Zero. Wouldn't it be wisdom? Maybe intelligence? No. Dexterity? Ooh. No. This is this is charisma. Cust- I cook with love. Cust- custom okay. skill. Okay. Do not let me have charisma because I have high charisma. It's not charisma, but which of the other, which, okay, intelligence or wisdom? Uh, it's, uh, I have 10 in both of those. So which zero one? and zero. Which one would you like it to be? Uh, cooking. Oh, it should be wisdom. It's got to be wisdom because you're, you're just like Throw adding as you go. Together. Yeah. Pitch of salt here. Sure. Okay, wisdom it is. Wisdom. If he starts baking, he'll have to roll intelligence. Yeah. One hundred percent. That that totally tracks. Right. You make dinner. Uh, I'll scout. I'll do a little perimeter. All right. Wyatt, um, give me a give me a perception check. Perception. Uh, <laughs> garbage. Uh, five total. Good. Out in the woods, out in the wilds, like you guys are right now. The trees are further apart. They are very, very large, though. They are... If you went up to hug one, you wouldn't be able to, you know, wrap your hands around it in any real meaningful way, except maybe to grab some handholds to climb it. But they are substantially bigger than they are closer to town. And, like I said, further apart. There is some undergrowth. Uh, around smaller bushes and things, but not enough that it really blocks your line of sight. The most, the most that's going to be blocking your line of sight from where you're setting up camp is just going to be the natural 
rolling of the land. So, like, if, if you guys were walking through the woods at night and you were specifically looking for somebody with a fire lit and you knew the general area of where they were, it wouldn't be hard to find them. Right. Right, right. But you guys also are familiar enough with working in the area now that you know to you know how to make a, a campfire that's going to burn hotter with lesser, less smoke, less light, hide it a little bit. You know the general bits of information you need to you know keep yourselves more safe. I'm just saying that that's the way it looks in the area. I'm not trying to say that that's... Don't let a fire. Do what we you can want. Do, we can dig down two holds, connect the holds underneath. <laughs> you know? I saw that. Now you're t- thinking with portals. I'm thinking with TikTok, I think. <laughs> Now you're thinking with ticks and tacks. Wyatt heads back. Well, I've really not much going on, I don't think. Trees. Seems quiet. Arliss, uh, I don't know if you want to go tell the difference between any of those trees over there or not, but everything seems fine that way. Sounds good. I'd say Arliss probably, if Vellum's cooking, Arliss's been like setting up the tents and maybe like going off to dig a hole in an appropriate spot for us and doing the like just like shitty camp labor I'll give you a hand with it I was just taking a little, little walk no it's good it's fast it's easy Vellum give me a, a, cooking, a cooking check <laughs> here we go 13 hey. 13 okay cool passable I've cooked some 13 meals oh buddy <laughs> several to be honest yeah, yeah most of them i would probably say <laughs> yeah it's passable it's nice it's decent this might be your best work yet <laughs> oh thanks wyatt it genuinely I, I, might be. I really tried yeah i don't know what it is but it, it tastes fine so i mean it's just our hard trail rations with you know some hard cheese melted on top but i mean you know you made you made the best out of it i think Thanks. Melted uh, cheese that. is an automatic plus two. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, listen, if he wants, I'll take. Uh, I can take most of the watch or whatever tonight. Uh, if either you need a good rest out of us, I'm game to take my fair watch. It's all good. Well, now I feel obligated that I have to take a watch as well. So you don't have to, Vellum. I'm tell- that's no, the reason I, I, I offer. It's no, you know what? I think you, you should you should get your sleep too. Yeah, I just have a re- I have a feeling I won't really get much sleep. I think um, I think I'll be. Listen, if you need to get a good night in, I'm fine with it. I just need a little nap tomorrow. I'm sorted. Are you worried about sleeping tonight, Wyatt? No, I just something going on. Uh, no, no, no. I'll just keep a, an eye out. Is what I'm saying. Uh, you, y'all were complaining about the wolves and everything, right? It just seems suspect. All right. Well. Wake one of us up if you do get tired. Yeah, I'll. No problem. I can do that. I mean, if I can split a watch. I'm not saying don't take a watch. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm happy to cover team effort, right? Yeah. All right. We'll just. Yeah. We'll do normal watches. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So why it's going to take first watch? Yeah. And Felon and, and Arlette go to bed just side-eyed. <laughs> yeah, just like, I'm not going to be able to sleep this first four hours. God damn it. Felon's instantly sleep after saying that. 
Right. No, no, he, he needs a soft uh, mattress to fall asleep instantly mm. on. <laughs> I picture him bringing some kind of fluffy pillow or, or something. Like the eye mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's his most well-cared-for yeah. item. He's got silk yeah. pajamas. That have their own silk bag that he puts yeah. them inside of, which goes inside of another bag to protect him. He breaks yeah. out a cucumber. <laughs> Just cuts little yeah. his eyes. Oh, my God. Hey, skincare is important. It is. Especially Why, out in the woods. Yeah. Give me a uh, perception check oh, for gosh. your first watch. Should I ro- I've been rolling the same uh, dice over. Maybe I'll switch it up. I'm going to roll my Tall Tall Tower special one. That one's been doing me a lot of good stuff tonight. <laughs> Six. I did. Ah. Technically Six. did better. All right. It's a nice fire. And so Vellum and Arl are asleep. I guess so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Against her better judgment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Give me a... I'm just going to say constitution check. Me? Yeah. Wyatt, please. A saving throw? No, no, just a, just a constitution check. Just to see if you fall asleep before oh. waking one of them oh. up. I thought you were going to say get poisoned from Vellum's food or something. <laughs> no, no. He rolled no, it was enough. a 13. God. <laughs> uh, 17. 17? Okay, yeah. So your your watch goes without issue, and uh, you notice yourself starting to nod off, so you decide to wake someone up. Arliss. 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 What? Uh, uh, is... Did you see anything? What's going on? No, I kept the fire going. That's that's about it. Alright. Okay, yeah. Arliss gets up and takes watch. Give me a perception check for your watch. Six. Six? Awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, Vellum, you know what you need to do for your watch when it comes up. I know. I know. I know. It's all all on you. Your watch also goes by um, without issue. You don't notice anything. Is there anything specific you would want to do during your watch i should have asked you that as well why no no why just oiled his guns basically okay all right well i'll let your watch ends without issue you can see the uh the sketchy blue beginning to come through but you know it's still a few hours before proper amount of light all right i'll wake valum up (laughs) sorry still not used to that Boy, you need to calm down. You've been out here a while. Not, not used to waking up. Yeah. <laughs> In the woods. Oh, okay. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> it's because she hit me with the stick. <laughs> I don't understand how else you wake people up in the woods. Fair point. Uh. Velen, give us your perception check. You here know what to Lux do. Dice. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> I mean, upside down. I know. <laughs> it's so close. Pretty close. Next time, guys. <laughs> Next time you'll notice something. <laughs> Next time with new <laughs> characters that can have perception <laughs> skills. Mine's not right. that bad. I Is did, there anything I did roll specific like you trash. want to do during your watch, Velen? Uh, Velen would just be like practicing the fingerings on his flute. Okay. Without actually playing it, because it's quiet time fair enough all right your watch also goes by without incident um Wyatt 
give me a this is the this is technically a second one because we have one in session zero. Give me a trauma check. Da, 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 da. Uh, thirteen. I don't add anything, right? No. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. You have a bit of a nightmare during your sleep. It's not as bad as the ones that you've had in the past, but you still wake up when Velen hits you with a stick. As per Wood's rules, <coughs> you still wake up with uh, that foreboding sense that you get from it. Did you have to hit me with a stick? Ar- Arlet told me that's how you wake people up in the woods. Oh, God damn it! She's All right. laughing, pretending to be asleep. <laughs> yeah, we could hit the- We're intense, Arlet. <laughs> All right. Uh, breakfast? Should we? Breakfast? Should we get leftovers? Cooking check. What? what I, assume, I just assume Velen is going to be cooking. Yeah, <laughs> I was already co- I was cooking before I woke them up. So we'll see if it's burning as I... <laughs> you started as soon as your watch started. Yeah. 16. Hey. 16. Nice. Yeah. All right. I'm doing great. I think you this are bacon's... getting better. Yeah, this bacon's passable. You put the cheese between two rations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call it a delicious cheese sandwich. Grilled rations. Yep. It's alright. You know what? For your exemplary cooking skills, I'm going to give you the first DM inspiration. Hey! <gasps> that's yeah. fun! I'm ready to go. Is that that's just advantage on a roll? Yeah, it's essentially a d20 you can use. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna on say a D twenty roll, isn't it? Yeah, on yeah. whatever D twenty roll you want. Yeah, let's go. So ima- imagine adding a D twenty to a D four roll. <laughs> <laughs> this healing potion deals uh, uh, restores one D four plus four. Uh, I'm gonna add a D twenty. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you guys pack up your your camp and continue on your way. Not too long after you guys start walking along again you you start seeing the trees up ahead um get less dense and you see that the the ground begins to rise up a bit more in front of you and you come to uh well you see it well before you come up to it but there is uh, a bit of a a mountain in front of you or hill hard to say because you can't see up the entire length of it but it is definitely far more rocky. The trees are still growing thick and strong, but they're they're different types of trees than in the rest of the woods, and they're kind of gnarled and curling around the rocks and things. Um, and you pick up on the trail that, if had you followed, would have led you here. And as you continue along, you find... Uh, actually... I like give me a give me a nature check. <gasps> I got another nat twenty. Uh, I swear to God, I'm not lying about yeah. these things. You're this make- was on the the fun one with the yeah Ooh, liquid cores, nice. baby. I wish I had to remember to bring mine. Nature's plus one again, so twenty one. You see uh, the wolf trail markings, uh, the wolf footprints, whatever you want to call them. Uh, picking up significantly 
as you go through the woods and come out onto the trail. And more of them are the strange wolf trail that you had seen before. You notice one set of them in particular is wider than the others and much deeper. Okay. And you can definitely tell that whatever this one is, is bipedal. It's walking, it's definitely walking on two feet. Okay. I'm going to pull them over and be like, okay, this sounded crazy before, but now we're out like well, well away from the settlement and you guys gotta look at this with me because there's some fucked up wolf shit going on look maybe you can make friends with them vellum but like something's wrong here and i'm gonna point out how you can see that like these aren't the right spacing for wolves and they look like they don't have the right number of limbs for wolves and like i don't know what it means guys but uh keep an eye out you can tell that from looking well, at yeah, the tracks that's what i'm saying you got okay so you look at but this one here, like, okay, so these ones are, like, pretty normal wolf tracks. So you we're, can we're all see, hunched over like, tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I will say, as she points it out to you, you guys can definitely pick up on it. Like, she shows you your own tracks and, oh. like, compares it to uh, one of the sets that actually looks like, you know, regular wolf tracks. And you can definitely see what she's saying. And there is uh, one set of tracks that are clearly much bigger and well, more well-defined than the others that is in a bipedal set of tracks. Uh, so, Arliss, what do you think we should be doing about it? I have no fucking idea, but I didn't want to be the only one keeping my eyes out, so heads up. Heads up, right. We'll keep our heads up. Uh, Wyatt, you hear someone uh, running nearby. Wolf. They're definitely in a panic. You can hear some clattering as they're running, and... Wolf in armor. <laughs> you see someone tear around a corner, and it's someone dressed up in regular SG gear. Uh, but it's definitely... Some nice camo green. Yeah. It's it's very tattered. Their backpack is gone. They have no, no weapons, no equipment hanging off them anywhere. Uh, shredded... Uh, their arm looks like it's been bleeding profusely and they just run out and stop in front of you guys grab onto one of you and like oh thank thank god you're here I this this woman is a, a beefier woman she is you can see the muscles on her she's uh she's basically another Arlette at this point uh it's it just makes it that much more disconcerting that even though she's a newer SG member, my God, this is going to be a thing. <laughs> I was, uh, was going to say that people, if anyone tunes in, they're going to be so fucking confused. Yeah. yeah. We are not playing a Stargate game. Uh, yeah. Even though they're a newer one, like seeing someone who, you know, has this many muscles outwardly showing is, and in this state is kind of disconcerting. She's, she just grabs onto you wide and is like, Thank, thank God you you're here. They're they're walking, and she just kind of sits down and just stares off into the ground with a blank, blank face completely. Lytle throw down his like throw off his pack next to her and grab the medical kit and just start like checking to see if she has wounds. He's like brushing down the wounds and trying to. Sure, give me a medicine check. You're um. 
Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, while Wyatt's doing that, um, Vellum is walking in the direction she came to see what she's running from, if it's coming this way. Oh, Arlette then is, like, running to try and keep, like, halfway between Vellum and the two of them. I'll be be uh, fine. Maybe we should stick together, guys, if there's... I mean... Oh yeah, boy. I don't think I, I don't think Velm would go out of like eye shot, but he just like wants to see if something's immediately coming towards us. Okay. Yeah, uh, both of you give me a perception check. Uh, I rolled a thirteen, by the way. Thirteen. Okay. Four. Four. Uh, sorry. What kind of check? Perception. That would be sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, Velum, you don't, but uh, Arlet, you hear you hear some commotion down further as you run around where uh, she was coming from you see that there is a cave entrance here Uh, you can see that there was clearly signs of uh, an encampment set up here this is definitely where they set up for the night or however long they were going to be here it is absolute chaos in this little camp the tents and everything are completely shredded any gear around is totally destroyed you see some weapons but you hear some commotion from down further in the cave, but you don't hear anything coming towards you guys. Wyatt, you, um, you're, as you're going through her, her wounds, you kind of like cut off the, the sleeve on her arm and get a look at it, and you can see um, a deep gash, like, uh, like two or three claw marks going down. One of them is very deep. She's bleeding profusely. It looks like it was very recent, Maybe if it didn't just happen, it happened not long ago. She's been running, so it's, you know, pumping out pretty fast. But you, you know, get some stuff out of the med kit and manage to get it bandaged up well enough that she's not going to bleed out to death there in front of you. What? What's your name? My name is, uh, uh, Kara. Kara. What? You said they're, they're attacking you. The, we came out here with, with the mining team and... They they found the cave here. Uh, they found mineral deposits and things. We were going to set up, and someone was going to head back into town. But the wolves had been following us, and we were keeping them at bay. But they came at us in the night. They were walking on two legs, and some of them had had spears and sticks. They they took they took all of the mining team and dragged them off. We managed to fight them off for a bit, but they took the others, and I went in after them, and I, I, I just I, I, I just, I just got out. They I, took them into the mines, or somewhere else? In, into the cave. Right. And no one else? You're the only one that got away? Yes. Alright, well, here, uh, drink some, here, take some water. Uh, here, this is like a grilled cheese ration. It's really good. You can have some of that. Uh, and Thank just you. appreciate the water. Take a take a breather for a, a minute. Vellum, did you did you see anything? No, I, it's just like the cave opening. Right. What should we do? And, about- I mean, Arlette's been yelling at me the whole time because she thinks I'm going to run away. But Wyatt, you uh, you see her. She picks up the make kit you had, and um, you can see her going for the vials there that that are in the in the med kit. You know, if you put one of them on your wounds, that actually might do you some good. Okay. She she takes it and she kind of hauls back part of her bandage and pours it into it and starts massaging her arm and then she takes another one and just takes a sip out of it and 
Just leave me one. Just sits there. You're more than happy sure. to have the other ones. I just want to be nice. Took two, so. Yeah, that's great. I'm happy with one. Just in case something worse happens, right? You gotta be prepared out here. We need to go back in there. You need to sit down and, you know, catch no, your breath. She stands up and starts walking back towards uh, the camp and see her. Well, she starts just going through the tattered uh, tents that are there and going through all the equipment and everything. I don't think you're in any state to help us. I think if yeah, we get involved you, in something... It's a, it's an absolute maze down there. Well, are gonna, I, I'll know where they are. I can stand back once we get in, but I know how to get in there. It's a cave. I think we all know how to get in there. I mean, There's, she might be right, though, Wyatt. I just, Those minds get confusing. I'd rather cut down on the amount of people that might get hurt, but I... It, it's up to I mean, us. I've already been. I've already been hurt. More hurt. Yeah, killed. but I mean, like death is probably the next part. I can't. I can't leave my team in there. She's right. a grown woman, boys. No, I'm just saying. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm saying that she's injured. Yeah, it's the injury. I'm, I'm fine. Why, I'm fine. Why do you gotta go there? It has nothing to do with yeah. things. Maybe if I could get another one of those little health thingies that they gave us. You also need to cool it on the health thingies. They're expensive. Okay, they're not cheap. And that comes out of our budget, too, right? We have to pay for those ourselves. You what? What? There's just a storehouse, isn't Oh, should I not have been... Are you just taking them? Well, they're just I there. Mean, I mean, I've been going with Arlet every time to take them, so... <laughs> Am I the only I thought... one that's paying yeah. for them? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I thought it was just like a bonus. Right. Oh, well, well, I just assumed they would equip us, so the... I didn't really ask anyone. I'm happy we're talking about this now. Don't mention it to Ander. I barely know her. <laughs> right. We we do barely know Ander, and they might get really upset with us uh, that we were she, stealing. She picks up a sword off the ground and begins walking back into the cave. No, so I, can you, Are you guys following me or not? Yes, at the very least, let us go first. Okay. How? No, I'm going to lead the way. Yeah, this oh. is a great plan to not get you killed. If you're do out... Do either of you have a light? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I bet why it does. Why pulls out matches, <laughs> lights yeah. a cigarette. Yes, if you need a smoke. I don't know. No, I mean like a lamp or a lantern, a torch. Our packs even. would have had like we set up. Yeah, camp you guys, last you guys night. have torches have. and stuff. Yeah. I do. Or not torches. Sorry, you guys definitely have a lantern. I do have a lantern. I've. A, I'm. Arlet's taking her uh, her warhammer out too. See. So I've got this little hammer that's usually strapped to my my pants on the side but it's upon closer inspection definitely not for nails could you also use it it for nails though well I mean Um, a hammer's a hammer right (laughs) any tool's a hammer every tool actually Yeah. White flips off the little buckles holding the revolvers in uh, in his holsters right well we're not really sure what well we sorry we do have a good idea of what we're getting into, but can't be too safe. No, you can't be too safe. Maybe I don't know. I yeah. lost yeah. this yeah. sentence got away from there. me. Uh, okay, I'm going into the. Mo- yeah, she's already gone. Corona. Jesus, yeah. why are we standing yeah. around while I'm giving a speech of some kind? You, as you walk through, um, who's holding up a lantern? By the way, I'll do it. I've got my hammer, and uh, I'm leading with a lantern. Okay. 
as you walk through it's you can tell that there was some kind of it was definitely carved out at one point every now and then you see like a wooden beam across there was definitely an old mine here at some point in time but the walls have started to come down it's it's wide enough for you guys to walk comfortably but side to side uh, it might be a little rough to have two people going along at the same time uh, so what order would you guys like to go in she's definitely doing she's ahead of you guys for sure I'll go front okay you want to be in the middle Vellum? I'll take middle alright as you guys go through uh, everyone give me a perception check 17 oh. <laughs> I finally 19. got my 6 <laughs> <laughs> 19, 6, and 17. It's because Ar- Arlet's so much taller than Vellum, so I can't, like, seal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you uh, go through, she's definitely, like, pretty far ahead of you guys, but not so far enough that, like, she's hanging back to allow you to give her light to move forward. Um, as you go up, there's a few... You come across, uh, like, a, a split, a Y, and she just go straight down to the one on the right and you come up and there's a small little room you can see some old rusty metal things around it might have been tools or something at some point in time but they're well rusted at this point in time more beams across here seems like at some point in time this might have been a larger room but there's rooms or entrances off to either side and she just barrels off to the left um you're going for couple of minutes when you notice that the light ahead of you doesn't seem to be hitting anything in front of her and she comes to a stop you can hear it's really quiet the the commotion that you heard heard earlier on before you guys went into the cave is definitely not present anymore you can hear the drop of water here and there and you can tell that there's a kind of a bigger opening coming up where you all are right now and she just kind of takes a few steps back and as you come up to her she turns around and says this is this is where I last saw them this room gets this room is pretty large and there's uh, there's some old construction things in here small buildings almost it's a very large room there's no it's very dark in here and we'll have to keep the lantern lit but watch out I haven't heard anything or seen anything yet but they're definitely in here somewhere have you explored past this? no what would you guys like to do? Uh, as you step out past this opening here the light does not reach the ceiling and you can see at the edges of the light some old like it's like there's like little small buildings have been carved out of the rock as they've been digging through the area around here. You can see some more metal things in the ground here and there. There's actually a big, might have been some kind of like a crate or something, but it's metal and it's filled with some kind of an ore of some sort there off to the side and one side of it is broken open and it's just spilled everywhere on the ground. And actually Arlette, as you do take a step in, you can see on the ground blood. Uh, it's difficult to say how old it is, if it's new or not. As you just take a few more steps in, you can see off in the distance, just barely can tell that there's bones in the center of this room. 
It's difficult to say how many, but the fact that you can see them from here is concerning. You guys should let me go ahead. Carrie, you don't have any advantage from this point forward, so I really don't think you should be in front anymore. Okay. So Arlette will move out in front with the lantern, and what do you guys think? Should we go to the center? Should we creep around the edge? I mean, I'm I'm a good shot from a distance, so if you want, I can take a little, uh, little trot around the edge. All right. Maybe... Do we... Is there a sense of how large this room is? Or is it just complete darkness? It's complete darkness after, I'd say, like, 80 feet or so. Okay. Uh, it's difficult to say if it goes much further than that. There's a few of these, like, stone buildings and just, like, stalagmites and sticking up out of the ground in areas. All right. I think Arlet is perhaps going to unwisely go investigate the bones. And... Sure. As Arlet does that, Wyatt's going to stealth kind of keeping an eye, like a watch on Arlet, but kind of doing a perimeter. Uh, Vellum will go with Arlet, but like walking backwards as she's walking forwards, keeping an eye behind. Okay. Um, Kara's going to stay in between Arlet and uh, Vellum. She's definitely hugging closer to Arlet. Rude, but that's fine. <laughs> Not that you see it anyway. You're back on. Yeah. Um, everybody give me um, another perception check at this point. And I will say... Actually, hold on. I'll wait and get your results. What'd you get? Dirty 20. I got a 19 again. Six again. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Dirty 20. Wyatt, as you're kind of staying back from the rest of them, you notice some movement off. Uh, as she moves up further, you can see that you still can't see like the stone walls you would expect it to come up uh, from the other side there but you can see like an area that hasn't been I guess excavated out as much and it kind of raises up a bit just bigger boulders and stones and everything almost like a semicircle maybe we'll say 60 feet from where Arlet is standing now with uh, in front of the bones so 60 Uh, feet from Arlet? yeah I'll, I'll say you're 60 feet back and you're about 10 feet from the wall. Can I creep, split the difference between me and Arliss? And without even really thinking about it, Arliss, you hear almost like a whisper in your ear. Arliss, there's some movement up ahead, 60 feet, that direction. Okay. You've, um, Arliss, you've you've experienced um, Wyatt's Weird whispers. Yeah, like almost uncanny. (laughs) (laughs) That is the name. Uh, His almost uncanny ability to throw his voice a a long distance. uh, Why did not? uh, This is an actual skill I have. It's telepathic to be technical about it. Why did not name it? Why it's weird whispers? But I think you guys did name it. Why it's weird whispers? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Only Arlet. I think. yeah, it's only one creature at a time, so only Arlet uh, hears that. Okay, she immediately snaps her attention over there. Okay. Did you still want to look at the bones there? Yeah, I would say she's like, in terms of D&D mechanics, I would say that she's got like a defensive stance on. Okay. And is walking forward. Give me a, give me an investigation check. Okay. 14. 14? You kind of 
you bend down to get a closer look at the bones and there's definitely some fresh blood around them and you find a few pieces that have meat still hanging off of them but most of the bones here are of varying sorts there's 100% some human bones here but mostly animals probably a fair amount of actual wolf bones as well but it's hard to say exactly what they might be they're definitely mostly animal bones but there's you see a few skulls here and there none of the skulls have any meat attached to them they are some of them have chunks missing out of them broken in half and you can see a few that are definitely tooth marks you hear Kara coming up behind you and she kind of takes a, a knee next to you just looking at the bones as well and suddenly she falls forward and you hear almost like a snap and she screams in pain and you can see that her arm underneath where the bandages were just completely snapped in half and she falls to the ground lying down clutching one arm with her other hand screaming in agony as blood starts to pour out of her arm Wyatt you see as this happens more movement up ahead just shadows from the light Wyatt's going to fire a warning shot what does that look like? well he already actually he already had his revolvers out he quickly flips one aiming at the shadow and then knocks his wrist up a little bit the revolver itself the one in his right hand both of them look near identical black metal larger than any rifle uh, or larger than any revolver that might have been commonly seen in, in towns or cities not that they're all too common in general embedded with some kind of runes it looks like there's engravings all along the entire revolver itself and it looks like uh, in certain light it has this like almost a gasoline sheen to it like this oily purple look to the black metal Uh, and he tends to keep them well kept but he aims towards this movement and then at the last second pops his wrist up just a hair to miss the shot and the bullet rips through the air howling like a demon and explodes against the wall Uh, on the far end of the cavern kind of illuminating as it goes this horrific purple light that follows the bullet uh, as it smashes against the other side as the purple light explodes out of uh, I guess the bullet as it hits the, the other side of the cave wall you can see the probably about 20 feet beyond where you see the uh, like stack of stones there um, is the other side of the cave and with that purple light that comes out of it you see for just a split second these shadows cast up across the ceiling there are maybe four things back there difficult to say exactly what they are from it but there's definitely four things moving out just beyond the stones there Kara is writhing in pain and begins to roll around and she is screaming bloody murder uh, and her arm you can see like snapped off in the center is just flopping around she grabs onto the front of the arm and tears it free and she stands up you can see ripples moving 
underneath her arm where she ripped it off and the bones from it begin to grow forward she's screaming in absolute agony as this is happening suddenly she takes her hand away from her missing arm takes it up to her face and just digs into her skin rips ripping the skin free from her face you can see the bones underneath her face begin to jut forward fangs coming up from in her jaw her hair starts to fall off, her skin is falling off, her eyes come out, and you can see eyes growing back again. She just arches back, still screaming in pain. You see fur coming out on her. She is now standing maybe 15 feet tall, white fur covered in blood. She's a werewolf. She stands there in the center, looks once again back towards the other side of the cave and screams out, Children, I bring you flesh. Uh, and with that, I would like you guys to roll a trauma check. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Hey, that's we can do podcast magic, dice. Patrick. You can just that. You need us all to... I got a 16. I got three. I also got three. Ooh. Okay, so with a three, you guys are going to be rolling your initiative with disadvantage. So, roll for initiative. No! I should have shot her. I knew I should have said I stabbed her while she was transforming. (laughs) I I wasn't going to interrupt. Thanks for joining us on this dire odyssey through the wilds in Silverstead. If you like the show, then don't forget to rate us or leave a review wherever you listen to the show. It really helps us out. If you'd like to support us further, check out our Kofi and follow our social medias at NoFamePod. We're on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now, Blue Sky, Instagram, or pretty much any of them things. You can also join our Discord to talk with others about the show or pretty well anything else. We try to host community events as often as we can, and we would love to see you there. We've got merch, too. Our newest shirt is Power Wolf Kill. How many other shows you know have got merch from a Session Zero? Power Wolf Nil. That's how many. You can find links to everything on our website at nofame.ca. And remember, we record our sessions live on Twitch and YouTube. We'd love to see you there, so follow, subscribe, ring whatever bell, or click whatever button to get notified when we go live. Thanks for listening. Do we go from here into the there will be, now, boss. There will be intro music. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, the intro music goes here. <laughs> Listen, Sinead, the next Tall Tall Tower CC sequel, we're going to have intro music, okay? I was trying something new. I had to see how it felt because I had the music with the lead up and the flashback stuff. I did that for Tall Tall Tower. Excuses, Tall. excuses. <laughs>